as the Pittsburgh Steelers continue training camp, there are some major questions as far as who are, what are the reinforcements they can get with the salary cap that's left over. One of those big questions is Xavier Howard, the Miami Dolphins cornerback who demanded a trade earlier this week. I'm going to talk to Jenna Harner from Channel 11 about the potential for such a trade. Is that something a reality? It does address a position of need, but who else might be stepping up at cornerback in Steelers training camp? We find that out right here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, which starts right now. Let's get into it. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter. We are here on YouTube now. Subscribe to our new YouTube channel by searching Locked On Steelers on YouTube. You can also still listen to this podcast anywhere, but especially on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and the app Odyssey. It's A-U-D-A-C-Y Odyssey. Remember to rate us five stars with a positive comment. Gets you a shout out at the end of the show. Today, as always on Fridays, we love to be joined by our special guest, Jenna Harner from Channel 11 in WPXI Pittsburgh. Jenna, it's so great to have you back on the show. How have you been this week? I have been wonderful. It is wonderful as always to be back on Friday. I love it. It's been a great week. We've been out in the sun at training camp a lot. Things have been good. No complaints here. Think things have been great. It's been a, it's been an interesting week for Steelers. The pads went on. Everything's been exciting. But Jenna, I wanted to dive in on a topic that Steelers fans have been raving about on social media all week since the news broke. We know Xavier Howard, the the All Pro cornerback for the Miami Dolphins, who led the NFL in interceptions in 2020. He demanded a trade from the Miami Dolphins, and immediately shockwaves got sent throughout the NFL like we can get Xavier Howard we can get Xavier Howard every team every team's fans wanted to do this and of course Steelers fans were thinking about this now there was a tweet sent out by the guy who runs overthecap.com saying that of all the teams who can afford to trade for Xavier Howard's contract at least for this year the Steelers are among the considerations and he would cost approximately 12 million dollars in that salary cap money but Jenna the real problem is going to be if this t- if this team can't gets him they're gonna run out of salary cap space but what would even be the cost to get an all-pro cornerback considering the Steelers have already fleeced the Dolphins for a super all-pro safety and make a Fitzpatrick I almost kind of think too if they were to make a deal with the Dolphins I don't believe what they did to get Minka is going to be nearly what they could do no, to get no, 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 no. so Steelers fans I think we need to press the pump the brakes a little bit take a breath here um, it's funny I actually have a friend who is a reporter she down in Miami she covers the Dolphins and this was a big shock to them as well they didn't expect this at all he showed up to camp he wasn't gonna hold out and then he released the statement that he did and you know shockwaves have kind of been sent through and of course obviously everyone's like oh you know we want to be able to bring him here yes it is a point of need for the Steelers but again, at what cost is it going to be? Obviously, we know that they do have some more cap room, cap money, or yeah, cap space, more money to play with a little bit. When we talked with GM Kevin Colbert earlier this week, um, he said, you know, DeCastro's retirement, in a sense, in the phrasing that he used, DeCastro stepping away, obviously, really did help the team 
get more cap space and they like to kind of keep some money off to the side, things that right. we know along those lines that the Steelers do like to do heading into seasons. Um, I just, I don't entirely, correct me if I'm wrong, if you see it this way, I just don't really see it as a completely realistic possibility. Could it happen? Sure. Is there a way it could work? Absolutely. M- yeah, but maybe. But the question but... is too, what are you going to give up? Right. And that, and that's the ultimate thing here is that you're giving up for one of the guy who arguably, you know, some could say he's the best corner. I still say that's Jalen Ramsey, but either way, he's one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL in the prime of his career. He's 28 years old. He's playing the, you know, among the best guys in the, in the NFL and the dolphins aren't a joke anymore. They are competitive. No. They're going to be fighting with the Bills and the AFC East for who might be the best team in that division this year. I still think it's the Bills, but they're not a team that's going to try to give him up lightly. You know, the way the Steelers were able to get Minka Fitzpatrick. Because also Minka Fitzpatrick was at the beginning of his career. Everyone's kind of like, eh, you still don't know what he's going to be. And then he turned into the superstar safety for the Pittsburgh Steelers. But Xavier Howard is a proven commodity. When you have a proven commodity, if you're going to give up some, if you're going to give up him, you're going to have to get some real value in return, and that's not going to be a middle round draft, first round draft pick. It would need to be that first round draft pick and a player, and maybe another high high round draft pick. And that's something I'm not sure the Steelers are willing to cough up. Typically, when they do give up something, it's along the lines of one first round draft pick and a few other things, but not a haul that they would probably have to give up to get a Xavier Howard. No, and I mean, his stats too, he has 22 interceptions since he came into the league back in 2016. That's just behind Marcus Peters, who has 23. He has 55 passes defense. Yes. And, the only, and this is one too that's interesting to me is that Denzel Ward, posted a better ball hawk rate, which, you know, again, football jargon, we love that, but it's basically (laughs) the percentage of targets where if he's near the ball, um, he can make a play on the ball. Um, So, I mean, yes, he's worth so much. He clearly has so much value. I just, again, things could surprise me. Things could be different. I just don't entirely see this being super realistic, something that the Steelers jump into doing. I might be wrong. I just don't really realistically see this happening with a player as high caliber as he is and with the money that he wants. Yeah, I, I, I agree. There's a factor there that you have to consider is the money that's going to be, be in there. We're going to talk a little bit more about that money in just a second. But first, we got we got to we got to talk to you guys about one of our sponsors in, before this first break, and that's Built Bar. Remember, Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, and it's really healthy for you. It's also the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team, and it comes in so many different flavors. Whether you want a fruity snack like raspberry, strawberry, or orange, or something different like salted caramel, cookies and cream, or my personal favorite double chocolate built bar has so many flavors to enjoy and the best part they're healthy they range 130 to 180 calories 17 to 18 grams of protein four to five grams of sugar and just four to five grams of net carbs that's a tasty and a healthy snack that'll save you from eating that snack that you'll regret later and stay on task with anyone's diet Order today and get your favorite flavor delivered right to your door by going to built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, all capital letters, no spaces, and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. I'm Chris Carter here with Jenna Harner on the Locked On Steelers podcast. We'll be right back talking more about Xavier Howard and the Steelers cornerback situation right after this. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm Chris Carter, here with Jenna Harner, 
breaking things down for you on a Friday episode of the Locked On Steelers podcast. Now, Jenna, wrapping up things here, one more aspect I think is important to talk about here is not just for this year's money, but Xavier Howard, again, the reason he wants out of the Dolphins is because he wants a better contract now. He's in the middle of a contract that he thinks he's outplaying. And they're like, dude, we signed you for big money. I understand you want more money, but that's more. And, and, and so that's another reason he's leaving. But if the Steelers are to get Xavier Howard, he's going to want that new deal as part of that trade, right? And the Steelers right now, they have the second best cap, salary cap situation for next year. And, but they still have to talk about signing T.J. Watt to a long-term deal. They still have to talk about signing Micah Fitzpatrick to a long-term deal. They still have to look at players like Terrell Edmonds, Juju Smith-Schuster, maybe down the line Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson and Devin Bush. There's a lot of guys that are going to need to sign, be signed to future money that if you try to lock up Xavier Howard, who is in the prime of his career right now, but maybe in two to three years won't be, you're going to clog up some of that money that you need to sign to keep that future core of Steelers that they've developed that's on the roster right now. And I think there's just so much looking at TJ Watt right now. That's been like the topic of training camp coming yes. up to this point. I'm sure we've talked about this. You've talked about this a ton, but that's kind of a big focal point right now. That's where a lot of eyes are looking at. Obviously both sides hoping to get a deal done before the season starts, because we know how the Steelers operate. They don't talk contracts during the season. So I know no. that's something a lot of eyes are being looked at, you know, a lot of questions in terms of uh, TJ's participation throughout training camp up to this point. Is it tied to that? He said, you know, um, he was practicing only doing some individual drills the first week. He told us because of the fact, you know, it's a long preseason. I'm just kind of ramping back up into things. I wonder how much that plays into it. But again, you have guys like TJ Watt, like Micah Fitzpatrick, the faces of what this team is going to be for the next handful of years, three, four, right. five plus type thing. If you get a Xavier Howard type situation, yes, it would be great for right now. But then again, too, I, I feel like I keep coming back to this where you look at, we don't know what the quarterback situation is going to be like for this very true. season. Very realistically, are they going to potentially go out and look at a free agent? Are they going to look to add somebody in the draft? Is it going to be Ben's last year? That's something to kind of keep in mind, too. It's absolutely something to keep in mind because, like you said, with Ben, they don't have Ben under contract going into next year. They have him on void years. So then you have to refigure. Say he does want to come back. Then you have to reconfigure. Okay, we also need to sign a franchise quarterback for at least another year into, into a deal. And if he doesn't come back, then, okay, are we trading up to get a first-round quarterback? Because if you're trading up to get that quarterback, Jenna, that means you're going to have to cost some draft some draft picks. You need to get in that position to get that guy. Or do you go and sign a free agent quarterback? But either way, there's going to need to be investment of some type of capital, whether it's draft capital or salary cap capital. And that could be a big question for the Steelers as far as development and keeping this train going as far as the young nucleus of players that they've built and assembled on this roster. That's just why I know there's Steelers fans out there that really want Xavier Howard and think he'd be a great addition right now. Both Jen and I, I think we're on the same wave like here. It's just not a real, a realistic position where what he wants, what the team wants, what the team needs, that unless they uncharacteristically sell out and say, we're doing just this year. And then, you know, just forget the rest of what happens after this year. That would be with a move. But Kevin Colbert, the Pittsburgh Steelers, Mike Tomlin, the Roonies, that's never been what they've been about in their time being an organization. No, I was just going to say, that's not this team. That's not this organization's MO by any means. That's not really how they operate. They like to make calculated moves. I think even the Minka move surprised a lot of people, at least on the outside. I wasn't here in Pittsburgh covering yet, but I think that was a move that was kind of like, mm -hmm. oh, this is a tiny bit. It was, it was shockwaves. It was shockwaves. Yeah. Yeah, no, it really was. So, I mean, a move like that, I think 
that's the extent of what we're going to see with what this team would do. And I think Xavier Howard would be that much more of a move than that, than Minka was. Right. Cause, and then the other thing is here is like, you know, in the dream world, say you made this happen, right? You'd have Joe Hayden on one side, Xavier Howard on the other side. Then you'd have uh, Cameron Sutton in the slot. And then everyone's happy because then you have an, a major upgrade from Steven Nelson. Heck, Joe Hayden would be your number two corner because he, and, and that would, and that would be wild. So, I get that the dream picture that this would be amazing and wonderful. And yeah, the Steelers would probably be, you know, I, I think even some national people would start to say, okay, maybe they are Super Bowl, Super Bowl contenders, but they don't need that move right now. They still, uh, yes, they have $12 million in cap space. There are other teams out there who are going to be desperate to be chasing after Xavier Howard. So it's going to be, you're going to get into a bidding war, but there's, again, there's also other teams that are going to need, need to make other moves in this offseason because we know injuries are going to be a thing. Heck, we just saw the Saints also this week with uh, Sean Payton announcing that, yeah, we wish that he would have gotten his surgery earlier, but Michael Thomas, their all-star wide receiver, won't be available for the beginning of the season. Now they're scrambling because Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill, whoever's going to be their quarterback, they want to have a primary receiver with him. They don't have one behind a uh, behind Michael Thomas. So now they're scrambling for wide receiver, and some people are talking about should they be in the trade market? If there's a team out there that is overloaded wide receivers, it's the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, now hold on, Steelers fans. I'm not saying definitely trade a wide receiver to the Saints, but those are even situations that you can start to contemplate because you have money to take on. Say, hey, we'll give you a wide receiver if you give us an offensive lineman or a, or a backup cornerback that we, that we could use or a safety or an extra linebacker. Those are things that can be put into computation, and you best believe Kevin Colbert's wheels are spinning to try and figure out something like this to improve this year's team because he's also, we know, is on the back end of his career. Yeah, no, exactly. We know that he has a year left. He's kind of been year to year in that sense. And he says, you know, I'm not looking that far ahead. I don't anticipate him like making a rush exit by any means. But again, he's kind of towards the end of it, too. So who knows what's going to happen in that sense. But I think that, like you said, that scenario with the Saints could be a much more realistic situation that we see from the Steelers compared to going out and getting Xavier and Howard or at least attempting to. Because like you said, that bidding war, there are a lot of teams that are going to look to add them that have the money to work with right now and don't have to worry about the contracts like T.J. Watts, like Mick Fitzpatrick's coming up down the line, and that they can spend that money a little bit more freely and have a greater need for it. I don't think, I mean, we talk about this consistently, I don't think the Steelers' defense really right now is a huge, crazy area of need compared to some of the things when you look at the offense. Yeah, especially that offensive line, which is the biggest question mark I'd agree on the team right now. You know, maybe back up running back if they don't like what Anthony McFarland or some of the other guys, though they've been looking decent in camp. Um, you know, and you know, so there's there's certainly questions on this on this roster. Cornerback, okay, sure. If, if but again, not over investing at cornerback, getting another experienced body. But there is a player that who is looking really good at cornerback in training camp. That has been James Pierre. If you've been listening to this podcast for the past several months, you know Tony Serino has been leading the James Pierre hype train toot toot. We w- I want to talk to Jenna about some of the things we've seen at James Pierre, not just in training camp, but in mini camp and how he continues to fit into what the Steelers do. We'll be doing we're talking about that right after this on the Locked On Steelers podcast. Stay with us. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter, here with Jenna Horner from Channel 11 WPXI, wrapping up the show here real quick. Jenna, I want to get your thoughts on James Pierre and what he's shown so far, because the Steelers knew they had Cam Sutton, they knew they had Joe Hayden, but 
I, I was I've, I've joked with Wes Euler on Steeler Nation Radio as I've been there with him um, all throughout the, the the days of training camp. They've been at Heinz Field. It's a sort of four dogs, two bones. Everyone says two dogs to one bone, but the Steelers have a cornerback situation where Sutton can play slot or outside. So that means they can have a situation where. If there's two guys fighting for the slot position, which right now looks like Antoine Brooks and Arthur Mollette are fighting there, or if there's two guys fighting for the outside cornerback position, whether that's Justin Lane and James Pierre, if one of those, either one of those positions has one guy emerge that's really good, you can bump Cam Sutton to the other slot and say, okay, we're comfy here. And so in that four dogs, two bone situation where you have a higher percent of chance of getting that young guy to step up, so far, I think unanimously, unanimously, people would say it's James Pierre. He's had some breakups. He's been covering Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, James Washington, and he's looked solid doing it. Jenna, am I a little wrong saying that maybe he's earning his right into that conversation? No, I think you're kind of decently spot on there. You know, he has looked good going up against wide receivers like Chase Claypool, like Deontay Johnson in those scenarios. Yes, they did just put the pads on. I think we, you know, constantly yeah. talk about reminding ourselves that. I know everybody likes to jump to that. I do it too. So this is, you know, fans are like, oh my gosh, it's, you know, this happened. It's like, okay, they did just <laughs> put the pads on. So again, back, I feel like I feel like I said pump the brakes like five times throughout this podcast so far. So just, you know, first six, pump the brakes a little bit. Mike Tomlin always talks about the small sample size but it was something worthy of note that we heard Mike Tomlin say on Wednesday at practice you know all positions are open all yes. battles are yes. open we heard him say that so you know is the quarterback competition open for Ben Roethlisberger yeah no that's one of <laughs> yeah, okay. up. is Najee Harris going to be running back one yes things along those lines we right. know but the cornerbacks are a very interesting role like you mentioned just because of the versatility of some of the guys that they have and this could be a situation where they see a lot of good things from James Pierre and like you mentioned they might look to move Sutton on the inside in the slot to be able to you know have that versatility and to be able to utilize Pierre because we saw him correct me if I'm wrong it was the wild card game that he really oh yeah because Joe Hayden was no am I doing math right in my head yeah no it was the wild card game no James Pierre yeah yeah, yeah. he, he, he played in the wild card game a couple snaps Yes, he played a couple snaps, and he didn't look entirely lost. I mean, those were the first snaps that we really seen him get a lot of action in, but there was a lot of, you know, quote-unquote hype we saw from him in minicamp. You know, he has been showing good things from then up to this point, and I think there's a lot for him to build on. There certainly is a lot for him to build on, and what he did really well in that in, in that in that uh, that game is he was guarding uh, Rashard Higgins for the Browns, and Baker Mayfield tried to go his way, and Higgins was never open, and, and so it was just ended up being an incomplete pass, and so that one small sample size was grasped onto in a game that just was a lot of Steelers fans try to forget, but people are like, okay, maybe there's something to build on there. Then he shows up to OTAs and people are saying he looks good in OTAs. Then he shows up to minicamp and he picks off Ben Roethlisberger twice in the same practice. And people are saying, oh, okay, some, some, some there. And now he's shown up to training camp and he's putting together a resume to make his case to Mike Tomlin, Keith Butler, Terrell Austin, and all the guys that are going to be looking at who's going to be starting in that secondary. He's making a case. Hey man, if you don't like who you see in the slot stepping up, you can put Cam Sutton over there and I'll take the outside cornerback position and you'll be comfortable with that. He's doing a lot of the fundamentals right, Jenna. He's maintaining inside leverage. He's making plays in the football. He's not trying to do too much. He's staying to his role. And that's really what the Steelers need at that spot in the secondary. They always they already got an X Factor in Minka. They got a leader in Joe. They've got the they got the front four. They got a linebacker in Devin Bush. 
So the other cornerback spot, they need a, a solid role player, a guy who will stick to his job, do his job well, so that the other guys can be the supreme playmakers. And James Pierre just might be that role player. And you mentioned consistency. That's exactly what they want from a guy like Pierre, where you just come in, you do your job. Obviously, that's what they want from all other guys, but it's someone that they don't entirely have to worry about. They know what they're going to get, these big splash plays. They don't need to ask him to do all these electric, all these ridiculously right. crazy things, right. make the giant plays, make the pick six and return type thing. They just need him to be consistent. And I really could see him being that type of player as he continues to show what he's developed through training camp and even beyond potentially into the season here. That's certainly the situation I think that they're lined up right now with with, with James Pierre. we got a long way to go, though, in training camp. Someone else might emerge. He might fall off. He might increase. Who knows? We will keep you posted right here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. Jenna, thanks, as always, for joining us on Friday. It's so great to, to see you, as always. Let people know they can find you, follow you, and get more of your work. It is always wonderful to be here. Thank you for having me once again on a Friday. Sorry, I can't do math in my head, people. It's been a That's long fine. week. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Jenna Harner 11, uh, Instagram Jenna underscore Harner, uh, and on WPXI, we got a lot of stuff from training camp, Hall of Fame weekends coming up. It's going to be a lot of crazy things ahead. So definitely tune in and stay tuned. Absolutely. Channel 11 is doing a great job. Also covering the Olympics is so much, so much great stuff that's going on there. Jenna, thanks so much for joining again. I'm Chris Carter. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter critiques. You can listen to this show, the locked on Steelers podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google podcasts, or the app. Honestly, you can also watch us now on YouTube, subscribe to our YouTube channel. That really helps us out. Also leave us a five-star rating with a positive review that helps us out. And if you do that with a comment, you get a shot at the end of the show. From Chris Carter and Jenna Harner, everyone in the Steeler Nation, have a happy weekend. Have a great weekend. If you're going to Hinesfield, hit me up. I'll be there Saturday representing Steeler Nation Radio with Wes Euler for one more show there until I, until Arthur Motes comes back. So stay tuned. We'll be back here on Monday with more content on your Locked On Steelers podcast. <laughs>